CFR Network, CFR News. Trust everybody as well. Thank yourself for tuning in to the broadcast and thank yourself for surviving the zombie apocalypse. Jeremy Kyle, 7th of July, 1965. Radio host, early career. Salesman, life insurance, and all kind of different stuff. Then we obviously moved into the radio. I think he even sold um, advertising space on radio before actually becoming a presenter. Did stints all over the country. Um, ended up in Birmingham for a bit, the old Brum. And then we fast forward and then we got the Jeremy Carl show. We got something called High Stakes. We got something called Jeremy Kyle's Emergency Room. And then we had the Jeremy Kyle show in America. <laughs> and I recall being on vacation and, you know, in the down times, flicking through some of the, the foreign channels. And I see, I can't even remember what US channel it was. It was a, it was a Miami channel. So whatever channel that would have been. I saw this Jeremy Kyle, USA, you know, <laughs> same format, but slightly tweaked for the American audience. It wasn't so as derogatory from recollection. I mean, someone might be able to correct me on this here, but I don't record he was that derogatory to his um, guests, et cetera, et cetera, when he was doing that stuff for um, the American side. So, Channel 4 has done some kind of expose and it's dubbed Death on Daytime. So, headline is Jeremy Kyle had a card complex. Channel 4 documentary airs disturbing behind the scenes footage of ITV show hosts cruelly mocking guests and branding them thick as SHIT and tells how producers bear-baited people to fight. Now, watching that documentary, that two-parter, firstly, I was, um, I kind of wasn't surprised, but at the same time, I was shocked um, when this sort of folly first came across our, our TV screens. I mean, historically, we had... Uh, What's my youth with the gold, with the, with the, with the tan? Um, the how from the 90s? Uh, Kill Kilroy, yeah? This is for the, um, the people who weren't born in the 90s who would have been born before that. Well, we had something called Kilroy on BBC One. And he's talked some serious things or some lighthearted stuff, you know. Um, Central Weekend, I think that was another kind of thing that was more an evening. Um, you know, we had we had um, some good uh, talk shows, quote unquote. Um, then we had Trisha Goddard, and I'm glad that the documentary highlights Trisha Goddard and what she was doing prior to her obviously making her jump to. Uh, she went to America as well. Um, 
when I first saw this Jeremy Carl thing, I was just like, these are actors. I genuinely thought that maybe 10% of the people going on there were, were genuine. You know, obviously come from very dysfunctional backgrounds, et cetera, et cetera. But I thought the majority of that was just all scripted. I, I genuinely didn't think people would expose their dirty laundry, their troubles or their fears to national television for not to be given a balanced view, you know, sort of um, mediation and uncovering of the situation. No, as it says, bear baiting people, lying to people, segregating them, and just being an awful, disrespectful person, man. Not only to the guests, but to the damn audience, man. He was cussing at them and all kind of stuff. Highly unprofessional. Highly. I've been in television settings for, for recording purposes, and I've never seen anything like that. And don't get it twisted. I'm not saying I'm, I've been do I've done that like hella times, but I've been in that environment, and as I say, you don't see that kind of. I've never seen that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was shocking to say the least, man. Um, and a sad indictment on the media, and the production house, and the management, and all that. How how are they allowing that kind of thing to take place? Not behind closed curtains, like so. It's only the staff sort of being exposed to this this fuckery. This dude's boiling around the place, smiling, kinning teeth, cussing down people, and and as I say, I don't think I watched one full episode of the foolishness, never, because it was it was it was trash television. It was it was the British version of Jerry Springer without the, the high-stakes theatrics with cakes and all kind of foolishness. But as the documentary highlighted, these were real people, and they were targeting as, I mean, it takes documentaries, <laughs> not people just talking about it, not people just using, utilizing their, their, um, their senses. For the mid-90s, Early to mid nineties upwards. No, uh, early nineties. Yeah, early slash mid nineties upwards. There was a, a, a specific attack, and there were tooling, uh, There were names created, chavs, and there were like comedy sketches. As they highlighted, I'm glad that they did that. You know, <laughs> because there was a demonization of the poor folk, the poor scummy white folk, as they um, as people might say. Um. And they took advantage. As most people do within these kind of realms, this uh, low budget reality TV, which so much people are um, fascinated. I mean, they're watching, I said this number of years ago, when this reality TV, everything was reality TV, every damn thing was a reality TV show. I was saying, the next thing they're going to come out with is they're going to have people watching a television and they're going to record that. And lo and behold, a couple of years back, what do we have? We have something called Gogglebox, where, there's pe where the reality is you're watching people watching a television and people are watching it. 
and black folk are getting involved in it, Chinese folk are getting involved with it. Every nation on this plane of existence wants to be involved in this folly. For, for what reason? I have no idea. We need to have fun. We need to de-stress. Um, that isn't the way to do it, man. That's just, that's mine. That's just folly at its most highest. So yeah, back to this um this this uh, demon. <laughs> um, Jeremy Kyle, Channel Four program, daytime on Deaf Hears from former workers on the TV show, the ITV show, who slam Kyle's methods. And clearly they were in some kind of Stockholm syndrome. Um, as they came out, a lot of them, quite a few of them came from very impoverished backgrounds. So they were doing everything that they could to maintain jobs. I mean, it was almost, it seems like it was, um, but it was exploitative, exploitative, but they were working like 15 hours without food and they couldn't get food and drinks and all that. Come on. I've worked in harsh environments, but if I want to go to the restroom, I'm going to the restroom. If I want to get food, no one is telling me, oh, no, no, we, you haven't booked an appointment or you haven't booked a guest or you haven't earned this amount of thresholds. You can't do that. You know, at some point, people got to say, look, come on, man, we're, we're working hard here. Look, let me do what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to get the results at what's up. You know, when I get them, let me eat and let me do what I'm doing. The management knew this. The team leaders knew this. The staff knew this. So their working conditions wasn't the best. Presenter is heard slamming terrible effing guests and berates audience members for talking during the show. Now, I'm an audience member and you've got a presenter effing and blinding at you, at, at guests who are, and you want to see how uncomfortable a lot of the guests looked while this is all taking place. It was cringe. It was cringe. And I'm glad I didn't look at any of this, take it in um, to any kind of degree because it was, um, it was tasteless. It was, it was just, it was stupid, absolutely stupid. Um, but how it was presented and how these, um, these marketers of folly get hold of these guests and promise them everything and deliver nothing apart from disrespect. They had a batch of people who were willing to, you know, I mean, think about, you've had some, you know, some disagreement or whatever, and how it's been portrayed for the last 15, 20 years that you can go into a talk show, you know, and have a lie detector test, be slightly exploited, but ultimately get the result that you want to, to, to prove or to, you know, to dismiss the claim. Did the person cheat? Did the teeth? Whatever, whatever, whatever. So I understand the, the basic mechanics behind it. And then helping drug addicts and shit, helping them recover. Um, that's look, the system's broken. The system is broken to the point where you've got people who are willing to to be exploited to gain access to help that the governmental system should be providing. Ultimately, this wicked show 
and I don't mean wicked in the, uh, the slang tense, I mean in the actual dictionary sense. This terrible show was axed after a male went on there and they lied and did all kind of stuff and Mayu committed suicide. They tried to call up and this and that. And then throughout the documentary, it turns out that it wasn't just him. A woman had committed, uh, a woman had committed suicide shortly after appearing on the show. The ex, one of the executive producers of said show, the young lady, committed suicide. Was it two years or something like that after this the show finished? Um, but it was ruled that it was multiple, um, or it's claimed that it is multiple situations that led to her suicide and we can't contribute her losing her job etc etc so <laughs> come on there's cause and effect right it's disgusting as the londoners would say it really is and the people who at management level i mean look they were they, they, were, they went to some kind of um, hearing with council members and stuff and the responses that these idiots were giving if you haven't watched the song go and watch it um, and, and try and apply that to other um, media etc that you that you consume and think of what's actually taking place you know they don't they're not spending any money on on on, on sets and all that kind of stuff on on, on writers it, it, it's the most cheap, easy content to create this, this so-called reality TV, which is everywhere now. As a, as a popular, we should be turning away and saying, no, nah, that's not what we want. You go out and spend the money, create some stuff, not just allow normal people to um, create the content for you. And you just make them hand over fist in money and promotion. It's... um. It's strange to say the least, man. It's strange to say the least. Uh, behind a behind the scenes documentary about the Jeremy Carl show has revealed shocking and previous unseen footage how of the host describing his guests as thick as S-H-I-T and berating the audience members for talking during filming. A documentary or the program Death on Daytime Heard from former workers of the ITV show. Saying that he had a God complex, a God complex, um, and explain how they would make guests distressed to entertain the viewers. And you would see the audience, they'd be jeering and all kind of stuff. There was a there's a dude on there that headbutted a man. His, his best friend, all kind of, listen, it was a dog and pony show. It was, it was the height of trash television. I mean, I, again, with a young, malleable mind, I mean, don't get it twisted. I, would, we, I used to watch that Jerry Springer shit. I used to watch it. Uh, Ricky Lake, obviously Jerry Springer was the most extreme. Ricky Lake, um, Jenny Jones, and she obviously got locked off because the dude came on and 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 announced his undying love to another man, and then then someone ended up committing suicide as well, <clears throat> or was it a murder or something? I can't even remember. It was tragic anyway. 
these are the things that happen when the system is broken and they create crazy avenues for normal people to go on where they need professional help. You have a lot of mental illness around here, man, diagnosed or undiagnosed, and they're just exploiting the hell out of them. It's a terrible thing. And the ripple effect of all this stuff. And obviously, so the controversy is now that now this has come out. Now this documentary has come out. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a bit of a backlash and I want him to, to be sacked from his current position with talk radio. Um, I mean, you reap what you sow, man. Like, I just, I don't get it. I just do not get it. Um, and how he spoke to, but that's, that was the main thing why I didn't watch it. <laughs> he, was, he was just rude. He was just raw rude all the time. Um, well, let's see how this unfolds. Let's see how the folly unfolds. Um, with this cancel culture that we have now, will he lose his, uh, his position? And his livelihood. Um, <laughs> condolences to everybody who has been affected in a negative way, and obviously who has um, taken on taken their lives as a result of um, being intertwined with the Jeremy Kyle show. Like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a friend.